In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. Welcome to Paying It Forward this week. So I'm actually calling in from Miami, Florida. I had an amazing business meeting last night that is hopefully going to bring my business, my mom knows best, and my glovies to a whole new level. So everybody keep your fingers crossed for me. I think I'll need that. So um, my lessons learned, my lesson learned this week was actually um, very interesting. On my way to the hotel from the airport, um, I was talking to the cab driver, and uh, he was a great guy. And we got into this whole entire conversation, and we were just saying with the, the way the economy is right now, we're happy to see that it's getting a little better, but everybody is still watching everything that they're spending and just becoming a little more wise. So um, it was funny. He came up with this little phrase, plus this and plus that. And I thought it was really interesting, especially since I spent time with um, my accountant this week. And as business owners, I just think he he's so right that it's so important that you really look into your expenses. Sometimes when you think, oh, you know what, I'm just taking a business trip and the hotel is inexpensive and the airfare is inexpensive, but there's so many other little expenses that are involved and that can really add up and really, you know, it's just one big nut that we have to think about. So anyway, as far as that goes, I hope everybody will think about um, how they spend their money, especially pertaining to your business. Always remember that there's always something called a plus this and plus that that brings the price up just a little more. So anyway, with that, I am just thrilled with my guest today. I get to, um, I have the honor to interview Louise Sattler, who I've mentioned prior in um, some of my other shows that uh, Louise is a hard act to follow. She is the host of Learning and Laughter with Louise that airs right before my show from um, 9 to 10 every Wednesday morning. So like many other um, Her Insights hosts, Louise has many talents. Louise is a mom entrepreneur. She's an adjunct professor at a community college in Maryland. She's a writer on Just Ask Forum as an expert contributor for education.com. She is also the contributor to half a dozen blogs for national media organizations that help children and their families. 
And most importantly, Louise started a company called Signing Families. And um, she tries, she's an instructor that teaches sign language to kids and adults. So with that, I would like to welcome Louise Sattler to Paying It Forward this week. Good morning, Joe. I'm nice and warmed up, and I have a new, a new cup of coffee since the last hour. Well, I am so, so happy to have you on my show, Louise. So um, tell us a little bit about what, um, what got you started in the whole sign language business. You know, a lot of people ask me this question thinking that the answer is going to be that I had a deaf child or I had a deaf neighbor. And, the, and that is so far from the honest-to-God truth. The honest-to-God truth isn't nearly as nice as that. I went to the University of Delaware, and we lived, like, in quads. And a number of the students who I became friends with were education or nursing majors, and they took us their language requirements, sign language. And so we would go to the clubs, and I would, you know, see them signing. And I would think, oh, no, 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 this is not working for me, because they seem to have, like, these little hand signals that, you know, could they be talking about somebody that I want to have interest in, you know? Am I missing a good piece of gossip? You know, whatever. And so I decided I was going to take sign language. And, you know, just fast forward like, you know, two and a half, three decades later, and I have a company called Signing Families, and they probably remember 10 words. So uh, that's how it all started, believe it or not. Oh, that's great. That, that's an amazing story, Louise. I mean, you truly are an example of paying it forward. And I actually had the opportunity to listen to your show just a few minutes ago, and it was great. You were talking about all back-to-school products, and I would love for you to share with my listeners on how you're paying it forward with schools and organizations with all these great products. Uh, thanks for asking, Joe. Um, you know, we were really lucky in that we put out sort of a uh, kind of through Harrow, help a reporter out, uh, an all-call, so to speak. So for people who had what they thought was creative, new, up-and-coming, or even a change of an old theme, back-to-school product. And when we looked at the, God, hundreds of pitches that we received, one of the things that was very important was that they were willing to send us something to donate, whether it was to a school, a Head Start, um, an organization that, you know, helped children, such as a counseling organization, and they all agreed to do so. So that was sort of our, uh, you know, kind of our criteria, so to speak. And so we received some amazing products. Is it okay if I tell you who we had just briefly? I would, okay? love, I would love to hear that, Louise. Okay, so we had Texas Instrument. They donated three of their top-of-the-line, brand-new TI-inspired calculators. These go for excuse me, $150 each, and they donated like a box full of things for us to give as giveaways, such as T-shirts and bags and stuff like that, but also three of these, I mean, really top-of-the-line. I'm not sure it gets much more, um, you know, much more sophisticated and student-friendly as these calculators are. So Texas Instrument, you know, two thumbs, way up. Grasshopper Preschool Kits, they donated for us um, an early literacy uh, alphabet and shape recognizer kit, which was terrific. It's very user-friendly. We got stuff from Eric Carl and Canson Eco-Friendly Writing Paper, which we've donated these drawing paper kits. They are outstanding and, you know, Eric Carl, did you know that 
two out of three homes in the United States has an Eric Carle book. <laughs> I have several of them, Louise. I mean, I, I have like, you know. Anyway, uh, we were in the middle of the best products awards, and I just, I, I guess I'll, I'll speed it up. But people like Scholastic and um, Office Depot, Masterlock, they all dedicated and donated amazing, amazing products uh, to us to donate to area schools. So, yes, we are giving it forward back, big time. Carolina Pad, amazing. So, you know, just, just to let you know. Well, that's great. And, Louise, I know that you were also giving a giveaway to, um, to your listeners. Do you want to tell everyone how they can also be involved in that? Sure, they could go on either our host page at toginot.com under the Learning and Laughter with Louise page and just make a comment underneath the Best Product Award uh, announcement, or they can go on the Learning and Laughter with Louise page on Facebook and uh, put a comment in there. And we're giving away a gamer calculator, a Tiva 4-gigabyte flash drive, uh, some of those products that Texas Instrument did send to us, not the calculator, sorry, um, we are giving away an Eric Carle tracing book, a couple of books from Reese Arrestry about saving and getting into college. So, I mean, there's all kinds of products and a Carolina pad, Caduzel pencils. So just go on and, and you can see there's like a, a, you know, good portion of products that we announce that are donating not only to schools, but also to our listeners. Okay. So that sounds wonderful, Louise. You truly pay it forward and I just love the fact that you're always thinking about how you can help your listeners get their products and get them out to the world because, as everybody knows, it is just so difficult to bring a brand-new product to the marketplace. And um, by having our guests come on our show and talk about their products, it really it, it does help them quite a bit. So, Louise, I am so curious to know how you manage to do it all because – I just, it's so funny to me, and it, as we all get to know each other, all the hosts on Her Insights, it's just amazing. If somebody has one business, like, that would be amazing, but it seems like every one of the hosts has their hands in so many different things, and I just wonder how you find the time to do it all. Well, actually, there were five of us named Louise Sattler, and we just divvy up the work. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sounds good. You know, I couldn't do this without the support of my husband, Mark, so let me just say that first and foremost. Also, I have two grown children. They're both college age, and, you know, they're both great, great kids. And so I don't have the day-to-day micromanaging of a family that some other people might. And so that's very helpful. I could spend a lot of time doing social media, phone calls, workshops, seminars, travel, and have, you know, them be on their own if need be. And and in fact, they're not even home themselves a lot of the time. So that is quite helpful. But even if when I was a stay-at-home parent, I just made sure that when I worked from home or I worked in schools, that that I did so around their schedule. Yeah. Well, that's great advice. Well, Louise, we'll be back shortly. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Critical thinking in the real world. What does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever-changing world around us? Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hands. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central on Toginet. 
Starting November 4th, Janet Hens is a college instructor, speaker, writer, wife, and mother of three young children. She also has her Master's of Arts in writing from Johns Hopkins University. Janet began her career working for a congressman on Capitol Hill, then moved over to lobbying when he retired. It was through these jobs that she learned about the power of grassroots initiatives, media relations, and public speaking. And then she honed these skills when she became a college instructor. Today, she artfully balances work with full-time motherhood. In the show, Critical Thinking in the Real World, Janet will discuss hot topics and the critical thinking necessary to assess them. Her passion for education impacts her daily life, and she'll share that in every show. Critical Thinking in the Real World with Janet Hens, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central, starting November 4th on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central, part of the Her Inside Network on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairyTaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central. Part of Her Insight Network on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Louise Sattler. So, Louise, we were just talking about your sign language um, program, and I am just so interested. Like, how do you go out and get your new clients? And let's talk about, you know, any new programs that you have. Oh, thanks. Well, you know, I'm really fortunate in that I have the gift of gab, and sometimes it transcends even (laughs) to social media. And so... A lot of my new clients or contacts who bring in clients come from things like Facebook or Twitter or just word of mouth. And so it's when I first started the company, it was, it was working in local hospitals, local school districts. And then it was, they would tell people about me. And, and so it got to be, you know, maybe at the next town over, the next county over, the next state over. And then as I, really delved into the social media, it became the next, you know, side of the country. So the West Coast, then, you know, most recently we have been approached by people from Australia to develop sign language products for Australian preschools. And we, I mean, in conjunction with another great company called personalchildstories.com with uh, Cheryl Lawrence Weiss. So she got a contact, someone who saw our products uh, and then contacted Shara and I, who have, you know, sort of teamed up for some of the product development. And, you know, what we didn't realize, or Shara didn't realize, is that American Sign Language isn't in Australia, even though it's an English-speaking company. They use Auslan, Australian Sign Language. So it meant, you know, redoing all the photography, you know, getting new models in, reworking all of our products to meet their needs. So we, we like to call assigning families concierge. We will do what you ask. We will cater to whatever needs, whatever the audience is, 
And so I understand that maybe I'm going out, so I'm going to actually call. And anyway, and so, and then we just, you know, decided to uh, really, you know, jump on the bandwagon here. That sounds really, really great, Louise. And um, it's amazing. I'm always amazed at how much you do with social media because every single time I look at my Facebook, I feel like I see Louise Sattler right there with signing families. And like you said, it really, really does take a lot of time. And I so appreciate you saying earlier that, you know, you have grown kids because I know a lot of my listeners are mom entrepreneurs that actually have young children. And sometimes we feel like we are banging our heads up against the wall saying, oh, my gosh, but why didn't I get anything done today? And the truth of the matter is we do have responsibilities with our young kids and we're trying to juggle it all. So um, I appreciate your honesty saying that, you know, at one time in your life you did just put that special time aside work when you worked, and when you had your children, you were with your children, which is absolutely great. So let's move on, Louise. So what, what else can you tell us about signing language? How, um, tell us a little more about your, your business. Now, I'm sorry, Joe. Can you hear me uh, right now? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're doing great. All right. Because um, I sort of called in on two different ways here. So as long as you can hear me on the Skype, that's great. Uh, anyway, what uh, I, um, I'm sorry, could you repeat the question one more time? I was trying to get the technology down here. That's okay, Louise. I just wanted to know a little bit more about your business. What else would you like to share with us about some business tips about what's worked for you in your business and what hasn't? What has not worked for me is I'm not very good with keeping paperwork. So I have really had to organize my paperwork, organize my accounting, being sure that I just don't stuff receipts in a pant pocket and walk off with it. So that is a struggle for me because I'm a people person and not a paper person. Does that make sense? Okay. okay. Absolutely, Louise. And you're not the only one here. There's a lot of people that we just have to get a system down. But I'll tell you, I had a guest on on my show who was an organizer, and she was so right. She said, you, you know, if you can just figure out a system that works for you and practice that system, it really, really does work. But now, the other, yeah, the other thing that work, you asked me works right for me, <clears throat> I know a lot of people, and I don't diss anyone publicly, you know. So people ask me, like, what parameters do I have for my own show? Like, when I just did the best product show, would I announce ones that no way should anyone buy? And I said, absolutely not. I would not even announce the ones that we rejected, you know, and say, oh, so-and-so wrote a book, but I didn't really like it or wasn't the best value or whatever. Right, right. So what I, what I did is I just won't diss anyone publicly because I think we're all trying to make it work out there. And the only people who I really get kind of, um, you know, agitated with are those brain suckers, so to speak, the people that mm-hmm. want to take your product, your idea, and make it their own and make it seem like it's new and, and, and it's theirs to begin with. And But I just sort of ignore them. I delete them, you know, wh- whatever it is on social media or in my life I need to do. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I would say I have been very, very fortunate to surround myself with really good people, some who have mentored me. I did go to a community college and take courses 
emphasis on entrepreneurship and was mentored by a lovely, lovely lady, Karen Geary. And I, I need to tell you that, you know, her guidance really got me on the path. She did help me with some organizational things. She did send me to, you know, how to do the copyright, how to do the licensure. All that stuff was very, very foreign to me. I was a psychologist. I took, you know, right. I'm in, into linguistics. I didn't take one <laughs> business course. And if anyone is listening, I have to tell you, if you're in college or you can go back to college, or even if you could just do a, you know, a night adult program, take a basic personal or business accounting course, even if it's like a weekend thing. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's so invaluable if you're in business for yourself. Yeah, it's so funny, Louise. I do have a business background, and um, I have my master's in marketing, but it's funny how I just kind of took all of that for granted, because I just assumed everybody knew that stuff. And meanwhile, I have a brother who's an OBGYN doctor, and he looks at me and he says, oh, my gosh, all this business stuff is so foreign to me. And um, I agree with you. It is so important to get just the basics underneath your belt so that if you do have an accountant or a financial analyst or an advisor come in to discuss the numbers with you, then at least you have that base, that foundation, and you can have that educated conversation and you can understand what's happening within your business. So that's a great tip to pay forward. I actually, uh, Josephine, think that our high school or middle school needs, you know, nationwide need to sort of instill a couple of mandatory programs before a kid can graduate. I like when um, states require some sort of volunteerism. I think kids need to know that they need to give back much more than they ever get and that, you know, and how to do that. Some of them think it's a great idea. They just don't know how to do it. I also think that a personal finance course and what it means that to have a credit card and that it does not translate to having free money. Right. So I think, I think that could solve a lot of the nation's ills if we actually force kids, you know, before you get to play sports, you have to take a personal finance course. I also think, yeah. you know, taking driver's education in the school where it could be controlled and sort of standard. A lot of states don't offer it anymore. It's too expensive a program, but have it in the school. And as part of it, have people who have served time behind jail for DUI to come so that they pay it forward and help others in the community. Those are the three programs I really think, um, and I could list, you know, a ton more, but those are three things that I think, should be mandatory in schools. But that personal finance, when you look at what's going on in the industries today and how people are going bankrupt, I just came from Michigan. It was, you know, some areas of Michigan are tragic to drive through and see for sale, for sale, for sale, for sale in front of home after home and business after business. And, you you know, you just, you know the economy is, is part of it, but how do we get here? Well, a lot of it had to do with lack of personal constraint in finance. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Louise. And uh, the one thing that my mother has taught me since I was young, my parents were always very adamant about living, you know, among, within your means. And it's just so funny. I always bring things back to the business aspect that even with your business, you must do what you have the means to do without going overboard. So many times, like Louise, I get so tempted. People are sending me emails about this great advertising opportunity for Glovies, and it would do, 
It would do wonders for your business. I'm so tempted to just say, okay, let's just go with it. But you really have to concentrate, like you said, and watch your finances. It's so important. Well, and I want to know, you know, with some of those organizations, because I get a lot of that too, am I getting, am I reaching the audience I want to reach? And maybe we could talk that signing families has kind of a unique audience in some aspects because there are components of it. Not everybody wants to learn Australian sign. Not everybody wants to learn sign language for emergency situations, which is our um, very new series. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people want to learn basic sign language. So am I getting enough bang for the buck, so to speak? And when you said what your parents taught you, I had to laugh. My mother always Mm -hmm. taught me to go to the clearance rack first and then work your way to the front (laughs) of the store. Oh, that's great. I love that, Louise. And it's so funny because I'm now teaching my kids when we go shopping, they have their allowance and they love spending their allowance. And I always try to explain to them, if you get it on sale, you'll get a lot more for your money. And it's kind of funny. You know, well, my son that- yesterday, he and I went, you know, college shopping, like I mentioned during my show. He's off to Michigan State in just a few short weeks. So, And we walked into a lot of department stores and a lot of office supply stores, including, you know, the ones that I mentioned on our show. And he went right to the clearance rack. I thought, oh, yay, it's a generational <laughs> thing. He, he actually learned that. He's saving his money. You know, there were things he wanted, and he thought, well, you know, I could get two pair of jeans for nearly the price of one if I get, like, you know, the old, you know, the, the summer, you know, model versus the back-to-school model or whatever. It was great. I loved it. I think that's amazing. Well, um, I'll tell you, Louise, running our own businesses has so many challenges and, you know, lots of accomplishments along the way also. And we're going to, we're coming up on a quick break, but um, when we come back from break, I would love to learn a little bit more about some business challenges you might've come across. And then I'd love to also know about your accomplishments because I know you have tons of them. (laughs) So we're coming up to break and we'll be back shortly. Thanks so much, Louise. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, part of the Her Insight Network. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. 
Get a jump on what your preschool kids need to know with Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten from Stacy Cannonberg. A mom told me this is the book I've been looking for. This book gives me all the information I need about what my kids need to know. And a private school admissions director said this is exactly what we test on. Google it, get it, and get ahead. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten. Applauded and approved by parents and educators. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten is a state-approved teaching tool. On sale now, in stores, or online at cedarvalleypublishing.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and we have Louise Sattler on the line. So, Louise, we were just talking about perhaps you might have another challenge you wanted to share with us. Another challenge is I have so many ideas and not enough time. Mm-hmm. It's like I go to bed at night and my head is just spinning and spinning and spinning because throughout the day, people are sending me ideas like, Louise, did you ever think of making a series of you know sign language DVDs or sign language uh, trilingual charts with Shara from uh, Personal Child Stories uh, that encounter you know it, that we could use at a, a YMCA to teach swimming or you know and then somebody will say oh we really need one to use with you know children who have very limited abilities with big pictures versus the littler pictures that are standard size for us did you ever think of that and my head's like oh gosh I, I need to do this I need to do that and. And, and of course, we will we will make whatever you ask. You know, we will right. charge you, but we, but we will right. make whatever you ask. And we're very reasonable. It, you know, my husband says I'm like the cheapest date in town, and and that's another thing is right. that you know it's in my my soul to give things away. And so yeah. that's another challenge is not to sort of just give it away. I mean, I I probably feel twenty thirty requests for free products every week, and I try to give like one per week to somebody who I think or some usually an organization that I that I think is very worthy of their having a silent auction. So um, I just sent off a package yeah. to upside to Downs, which is a, a Downs syndrome support group for parents in Florida. And so, you know, I'm w- more than willing to do that. But oh yeah, my head spins all the time. It, yeah. It, it's like it's a so, check. Yeah. It's so funny, Louise, because this came up on my show just last week. And it's like a curse being an entrepreneur. Because as entrepreneurs, like you said, our wheels are just constantly spinning. And I just remember my guest was saying the best thing you can do as an entrepreneur is take out a book and write all these ideas down in the book. And you can break up that book into categories such as marketing, social media, you know, new products to add to your new product line. And I thought it was such a great idea because then you can go back we and Go back to the, your little notebook that you can call your idea notebook. And the problem that we have as entrepreneurs is we know within ourselves that we could do everything, but we don't have the time. It's all about time. And it's all about staying focused. In order to be an entrepreneur, you truly have to stay focused and stay on track. But when the time comes up, those ideas that other people are telling us about, you know, we can look into it and um, do it when the time is right. I think that's the whole, you know, that's the most important thing. But um, I, I can 
empathize with you, Louise, because I feel the same way. I am. I can't even tell you how many people on a daily basis say, oh, you should put gloves here. Oh, you should market it this way. Did you advertise here? Did you go to this conference? And, you know, it can become very, very overwhelming. And for the first couple of years when I was doing business, I thought everybody kind of knew the right thing for me. And then I had to take a step back and listen to my gut and believe that I'm in this business because I believe I can handle it. And all the information, the outside information, you just got to remember to filter, filter it through. So I hope that helps. And uh, Louise, like you said before, you know, a lot of us, including myself, I think we could have that adult, um, the attention deficit. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sort of, I'm a little festive as I like to call it. <laughs> yeah, so so we keep busy. But all right, so I think we hit the challenges. I would love to talk about some of your accomplishments, Louise. And one of my favorite has to do with um, the whole system that you came up with, how um, you are helping others when there is an emergency right on the spot. Can you kind of fill my listeners in on you know, what you came up with? Sure. Uh, I think you're referring to, I'm sure you're referring to, the sign language for emergency situations series. Now, there's a little backstory. Uh, During 9-11, you know, of course, the day in infamy, uh, my brother was in lower Manhattan. He had just left the World Trade Center and used to have an office on the 67th floor of the World Trade Center, uh, the second tower. And so while he was, you know, working his BlackBerry trying to get information as to how he could get back to New Jersey, how he, he, he was in HR at the time, how he could get his employees back safely to their homes and really trying to, you know, to work the communication end of things, it, it dawned on me, what are deaf people, people who cannot hear, doing in Manhattan that day? How are, or at the uh, Pentagon or in Washington, D.C., which is where I live. I live outside of Washington, D.C., how are deaf people in these two huge areas where the uh, people with hearing difficulties live, where the deaf community is well-known and, you know, very, very expansive, how are they communicating with first responders, with rescuers? How are they getting out of tough situations? What if they were in the World Trade Center complex? What if they owned a business nearby? What if they lived in an apartment in lower Manhattan and needed to evacuate or needed to stay? What if they wanted to communicate with, you know, anybody? How could they just, you know, get that information? And a lot of people said, well, it was on the television. Well, not really. The quick time captioning wasn't really as as good as it maybe is even now. And, of course, you're not going to access interpreters during a disaster. So, you know, and even though there is great technology now that can put, you know, an interpreter uh, into a car of a paramedic or something like that, absolutely. However... That wasn't available then, and it's not really practical in every situation now. What is practical is teaching first responders and hospital trauma workers and even school bus drivers, school nurses, educators, Mm -hmm. airline uh, attendants, uh, people on trains. Wherever an, an emergency person needs to convey information verbally and to the deaf community, that was of interest to me. So I developed sign language for emergency situations to address the needs of that specific kind of genre. What would happen if 
you know, a disaster, a health crisis, an accident, anything like that, a natural disaster even, you know, uh, during Hurricane Katrina. How were deaf people served, you know, when people were trying to be evacuated? How did they get information? They didn't have electric, you know. So, you know, those were the things that interested me. So what I am doing now is uh, I've developed the, the DVD, which was uh, with the input of people who are in the emergency community, in the healthcare community. It was 45 minutes. It is now a very short 22. Uh, I developed a mini chart that goes inside the DVD or could be purchased by itself in which I have to give uh, Alabama the emergency medical services for children. They bought one for practically every emergency worker in the state. And so, yay for them, you know, uh, because that way, if there is an emergency, if a child is lost and the parent is deaf, they can pull it out. They can learn to sign, you know, key, you know, you only need to learn to sign 10, 20, 50 words to help save a life, you know, to help find a child, to, you know, help get, you know, you know, if someone has allergies, don't you want to know that before you give them medication in the back of a hospital, you know, in the back of an ambulance, you know, and so you really need to have that kind of immediate communication that is, you know, not through an interpreter and not through, uh, you know, something that is kind of, there's a, a little bit of time delay. You want it immediately. So I have been very, very lucky in that national organizations and local school districts and a lot of people have been calling me and I've been calling them. And uh, it's a very successful product line. So if anyone wants to learn more, they, of course, can get a hold of me at Louise or Info, either one, at signingfamilies.com or just go to signingfamilies.com and press the email link. And um, we have pricing that, you know, matches state organizations and, of course, local organizations. But we're trying very, very hard to get everyone to sign 10 words. If everyone can sign 10 words for an emergency situation, then that would be amazing. I mean, just especially those who need to be able to respond in an emergency. I love that idea, Louise. And I wonder, you know, children are so, so smart. I wonder if they should have something in school. Like they take music, they take art. I wonder if that should be just like a special curriculum, even if it's just done, you know, like they have, I don't know, one meeting a year or something where they could teach those 10 sign languages to the children. I think that would be truly beneficial. Well, you know, a lot of when I first started, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, church groups, um, Uh camps through park and recreation programs, they were my bread and butter. For a little while when I was first, you know, I was doing other things. I was, of course, teaching in the community college. I was, I interpret, I do a lot of I was sign language interpreting and I'm a psychologist, you know, so I was right. doing a lot of my own psychology consultation work. What's nice about signing families is because I've worked so much with children as a psychologist, I can meld that into the linguistic interests of mine, which is not only sign language, but I also speak Spanish. So a lot of okay. what we do is we want to teach kids basic sign language. But keep in mind, Joe, that there are so many children who use sign language in our community schools now because children who are deaf are now being mainstreamed many times or they are on your child's, you know, baseball team, gymnastics team. You know, they're side by side. And not that they should be separate. I think they should be very much integrated. 
it. And what makes that easy? Communication. You know, communication is the key. So if children are, who love to learn sign language could learn how to communicate uh, with uh-huh. a child who has hearing difficulties or even if they have a cochlear implant, take the cochlear implant off. That's the technology that, you know, sometimes allows children who are deaf to hear a little bit. If okay. they can do that, you know, if the cochlear implant breaks, they're still deaf. So in my opinion, children with cochlear implants maybe should also learn sign language as a backup, you know, or just an augment their language skills. So there are so many reasons to learn sign language, including children with special needs. You know, the autism and the Down syndrome communities, those children are often using uh, sign language in conjunction with speech and language therapy to boost language skills. So... You know, a child with autism, God forbid, on a school bus who uses sign language, the bus gets in an accident, the bus driver, sure. you know, wouldn't that be great if they learned sign language to say, are you okay? Are, are you hurt? You know, before the sure. ambulance arrives. So, Louise, so. I, I just, I'm curious to know, are, do the bus drivers who drive children who are deaf, do they have any communication right now? Do they know sign language? Well, you know, it's a state-by-state, locality-by-locality answer. I will tell you, within oh, wow. the last week, I've been in conversations with some really high-level state officials who are interested in getting their transportation specialists, including public transportation, not just school bus drivers, oh, sure. to, if nothing else, have a language card on their buses to communicate instantly. That's a great idea, Louise. Oh, you do so much for the deaf community. We'll be back shortly. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Exploring the world from the kitchen counter, it's Kitchen Chat with Margaret McSweeney. Fridays at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com, part of the Her Insight Network. Margaret is a busy mom, an accomplished writer, a former banker, and a woman with a heart for charity. Margaret believes the kitchen is more than just the heart of the home. It's the heart of the world, and food is a universal language. Join Margaret each Friday at her kitchen counter as she chats with authors, chefs, doctors, bankers, publishers, artists, and many other interesting people who will not only share what's going on in their lives and professions, but who also will share their favorite recipes. Now, being an adult orphan has touched and changed Margaret in ways beyond measure, yet she turned it into something positive with Pearl Girls. For more information on Margaret and her passion for cooking and charity, check out her website, margaretmcsweeney.com, and her blog, From Finance to Fiction, at blogspot.com. Come hungry for more than just food. It's food for the soul. Fridays, noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. It's Kitchen Chat with Margaret McSweeney. Celebrate Green is coming to Toginet, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th. The mother-daughter team of Lynn and Corey will have you going green and loving it at no time at all. As heard on Martha Stewart and Disney Radio and seen blogging for HGTV, Lynn Colwell and Corey Colwell-Lipsum are unapologetic evangelists for greening every aspect of life, especially holidays and celebrations. Based on their book, Celebrate Green, they're putting the meaning in the greening with their simple, fun, eco-friendly, affordable ideas. From their start with green Halloween to tips, tricks, ideas, and projects for every holiday, you'll love Celebrate Green. 
You can check them out online, too, at CelebrateGreen.net and GreenHalloween.org for more information, the newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to Celebrate Green, the radio show with Lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. We're on our last segment of Paying It Forward this week, and we have Louise Sattler. She is a radio host for um, Learning and Laughter with Louise here on the Her Insights um, radio. And Louise, I would like to switch gears here a little, and um, I would love to talk about being a radio host. I mean, I hope you love it as much as I do. And um, the one thing that I feel is that you do an amazing job because after your show, you go right on Facebook, you're on social media, um, you give great introductions to get people to really become interested in your shows. And if there's any other entrepreneur out there who would even consider being a radio host, I thought maybe we could pay it forward with some tips that uh, we might be able to come up with. So with us, tell me about your experience being a radio host so far, Louise. So far. (laughs) It's a roller coaster. You know, I have done a lot of public speaking, and so I may have an audience of 20 or an audience of 200, 2,000 people. And, you know, for my own company, signing families, and even as a psychologist, you know, talking at conferences or whatever. Radio is tricky because what do I have? I have a screen. (laughs) I have a screen. I have photos of cute little kids in my family. I don't have the feedback that you get from an audience. So my show is Learning and Laughter. And I don't know if I'm funny. You know, am oh, I you funny? Are. <laughs> I have to get my funny on at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that requires a triple shot, uh, like an extra tall coffee and tons of water and, you know, a dog next to me who sort of does funny things during the show to keep me humored. But, right. you know, I just, I just need to sort of get feedback. So the trickiest thing about being a radio show host is n- judging your show and the content of your show, but it's very, very doable. Uh, I sort of set parameters for myself before I started what I would and would not do. And like I told you earlier, I would not diss anybody. I do no shows that are, you know, places I hate to visit, you know, things I learned by not doing this. I think there is so much negativity in the world, particularly in media, that I refuse to be part of that stupid spin cycle. I'm all about the positive karma. And right. so that's, that's the first thing. And the second thing is that the joy of the show and that I wanted to convey to people and share to people is that whether I am educating them or whether I'm providing them with a service or a way to link people, I'm helping people. So as a psychologist, I like to help people. And, you know, for years I did a one-on-one, two-on-one, you know, whatever, as far as therapy or working in schools. But now I get to help thousands, you know. And wow. that, that's really, that to me is the joy of the show. That's the payment of the show is the feedback I get on Facebook or emails or phone calls and say, you know, I didn't know about on the show and now it's 
it's like, wow. And even really hard topics. And I get to say to people, you know, I, I recently heard about XYZ, like for instance, early literacy. Have you tried Cedar Valley Publishing, uh, you know, dot com for early literacy books for preschoolers? Have you tried, you know, some other, you know, avenue, you know, because like the Friendship Puzzle, a book about autism and acceptance, maybe you want to check that out. So it is, um, you know, just something that, you know, you, you might want to, um, you know, it, it, that, that's the joy of the show for me. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, Louise, as far as being on um, having my show, paying it forward, I have learned so much about my business. And it's just so exciting because I get to meet so many exciting people. And it's funny because I started my business five years ago. And I still have so much to learn. And I think it's great because when I interview the seasoned business professionals, the questions that I have, I feel that a lot of my listeners might want to know the answers to those questions. So it's also been working out really, really well. So very exciting. And um, I just love the whole concept of all of these amazing women coming together, sharing all of their knowledge, you know, with the Her Insights group. You know, and that is really, when I first joined on, I didn't get the whole concept. I thought I was joining three, five, ten women, and now we're like 30, 40 women strong and, and, you know, enveloped in this amazing TogiNet radio as well. And so what is really interesting is that I'm learning from everything everybody else does. So I and the support network it's like joining a sorority in my head and so you know so it's it's really really terrific to not only be creative and uses saying wow i have like carte blanche somebody gave me an hour's worth of radio time do with it what you want just don't be obscene and you know i'm I'm pretty sure that that was a caveat that i really (laughs) felt to say so i you know at 9 a.m i have to be funny and i have to be educational and so but not only that, but then I get to hear everyone else's shows and hear wonderful things on your show, wonderful things, you know, all day, every day. And, you know, it is amazing to kind of ramp up my creative juices again, you know, talk about, you know, so little time, so much to do. Uh, because, like, I was able to link up with, like, Hillary Bilbrey from What's Your Story. She and I both have safety and children and education in mind, along with Allison Rhodes from Keeping It Together. She's on today at noon. And, you know, uh, Jill Starevshevsky, she also has a terrific show. Uh, all of us are really, really into keeping children safe. And um, I, I just really, really think that that's so important. So the four of us you know, are like teaming up together, providing her insight, safety information programs, you know. And I never would have done that had it not connected here on TogiNet Radio with the her insight gals, never. So, you know. The opportunity is just great because we all have our own specialty, which is great. But, um, Louise, I'd love for you to talk about your daughter, Natasha, just a little. She's an amazing (laughs) young girl and she's also a radio host so can you fill us in a little bit about natasha well when we first started doing learning and laughter it was with louise and sometimes natasha and natasha was on like twice and then she was asked to do her own show 
So she has a much shorter learning and employment curve than I do. (laughs) So uh, anyway, Natasha is a professional actor. She is now in Los Angeles. If anyone is listening and is an agent, uh, she has agents, but she's always agent shopping. So by all means, get in touch with her. Her show is Random and Unscripted with Natasha here on TogiNet. And she started acting when she professionally when she was 12. She was always a drama queen since birth. But she was. Um, right. And she has gotten the opportunity to work with some of the best and the brightest in the business and do commercials, do film, do television, uh, do print work. And now she's doing radio. And I'm really, really proud of her. She is uh, getting ready to graduate. She's at UCLA right now doing some internships with some really terrific people. And she is absolutely um, a gem of a daughter. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I have two great kids. Seth is also a great guy, and he's off to Michigan State very soon. Wow. She, she's an amazing woman, and you taught her well. I'll tell you, her show is amazing. And um, when is she on again, Louise? Well, she is um, taking a little little hiatus, but they are doing lovely encores. I mean, she has had people who have like yeah. won the Tribeca Film Festival. She has had filmmakers. She's actors, talent agents. She, her show runs Fridays, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and she will be back on live in just a couple of more weeks. So she, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, you know, it, it, it is working. She's a working actor, and she's, she's working mm-hmm. as we're speaking in L.A. right now. Yeah, that's great. She has a tough job, I'll tell you that. But I have heard her encore um, shows, and uh, she does. She's just a natural. I think she's great. So, um, so that's Natasha. So, Louise, who else can we plug? I love the Million Dollar Mindset. I think Marla Tabaka is incredible. Um, she's a business coach, and she's on Mondays, I believe. We can check it out on TogiNet. Our show's a Million Dollar Mindset. She has such an amazing guest, and she always has great business advice on how to run your business efficiently so you could be successful. You know, I am not, not going to say who my favorites or non-favorites are because it's like, you know, picking which child do you like best in your family. I just can't do it. I love them all. But I will tell you that sometimes I need no-brainer shows not that they're not smart shows, but that I, I can't always think, like, at the end of the day, if I'm walking, I want somebody to laugh at or with. And so I love the Not So Soccer Mom with Jill Hickey on Tuesdays at 1 o'clock. Right. She has random – she's got that random thought process down to a science. And Living the Dream Moms with Cindy Schmitzer and Nina Fry on Thursdays at 10 a.m., they talk sports. Oh, my God. They are so funny. Um so I just, I just, you know, I, I just think they're, they're really good. I, I think they're hysterical. Uh, they're, gosh, picking the shows. I love Brilliant Essence on Mondays. I think it's 6 o'clock uh, or maybe 7. Uh, yeah. Because, and, go ahead. Yeah. No, I love Dara's show also. Um, what is the name of hers? Hers is on Friday nights at 6 o'clock. Um, what's Dara's I think she's show called? Six, Oh, Dara on radio, a cool people on radio. Doing That's cool things. I love right, her right, show, right. <laughs> and and she is just so much fun as a real person. And you know, I'm just hoping that we all uh, all get together. It's just you know, so because I want to be able to put actual faces to voices. And of course, Josephine, I love your show. I don't. Oh, out, thank but, you, Louise. You know, as I as I'm yeah. sitting here 
my social media stuff after my show. I've got you on, girlfriend. <laughs> well, that's great. I have a lot of fun with my show, and um, I'm starting to get some really heavy hitters, I must say, Louise. Um, I always talk about Nell Merlino. She's a founder of Count Me In, and she's actually coming on August 11th. So I'm very, I'm very super- excited about her. And as... Um, as I start going to more business meetings, I'm meeting lots of business consultants. So I'll have more people on that will help us, you know, run our business much more smoother. But here we go with 30 seconds left. But Louise, I have to say thank you so much for being my guest today no and paying it forward. I got to learn a lot. I really didn't know any, you know, I didn't know very much as far as how much goes into you know, helping the deaf people out there, and you truly pay it forward in such a big way. So I wanted to thank you so much, Louise. Ah, uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> we'll have you back again soon. Thanks, Louise. Have a good day. You too. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,